it's like things like that. Hey, uh, I know that that song comes up a lot in this conversation because it's not about fidelity at all. You know, uh, but that one's but that's that one breaks rules because it is it is so catchy. There's a handful of these uh, that are so catchy that it defies the meaning of the song. All right, I'm sitting here with character today. Uh, you know, character, I was uh, listening to your music the other day and I was uh, really trying to figure out. Um, what your demographic is, I can't seem to pinpoint exactly who, uh, who this garbage music you're making is for exactly. I was hoping that you were uh, able to clarify that for us here tonight on the radio. Uh, well, uh, Jamie, um, I can tell you exactly who I make music for. Um, uh, I make music for the people who talk shit about your favorite bands. Caffeinated weirdos who just need to fucking spaz. I make music for those who can't just seem to quite pay attention. I make music for the ones who think that they can see through all of it. Oh, I make music for the nihilist and the narcissist. I make music for the ones with their emotions. In contradiction, I make music for the ugly and the sexy who watch porn at too young of an age. I make music for the ones who can't feel love. I make music for the ones who love too much. And as it turns out, I will find myself at home with the It's a dirty song. I've heard it every single event I've done. I've heard that mm-hmm. song, and I've yeah. and I know like all these bands, Jason. They have like one of the persons in the bands will call the songs like, and they have in ears a lot of times. And be, like, okay. Play Blurred Line next, and then tell the drummer, you know, or whoever the, the low end, or the rhythm section first. You know, this is what we're starting, and then everyone will cut play on, play along. So there is someone calling, making those calls. Because if okay. there's like yeah, if there's like thirty little kids dancing, you don't bust out with hey uh or like there's some song yeah. no you, oh, but this is my my point is you you always sing hey uh like nobody listens to that those lyrics in particular at all ever right. and and it's so fun and so upbeat that they do not nobody pays attention to that right. like they just don't and, and there's a couple of them that do that um in the country world it's guitars and cadillacs um it's a white yokum song and it's guitars and cadillacs and 
hillbilly music only lonely thing to keep me gone you know it's like it's it, it and it's he's talking about guitars and cadillacs are the only thing that's keeping him alive and it, but it's such a it's such a hip tune the people are just like i love that song will you play that and you're like at your bar mitzvah or what yeah sure yeah we'll do that it's fun uh, you know sounds and, like and, a lot and, of hey, overthinking uh, you have to it's, yeah it's, i guess it, so but to me blurred lines that is one of those songs for me because I don't and, and, no, and it, listen to the fully, words. It sounds like a carnival kind of. It's like a carnival. Right. But when, but when you have have to sing it and and you're putting those words through your mouth. Yeah. And and you know what it means. You've thought about it. You've had you've had gig after gig after gig, 165 gigs or something straight of playing that stupid song. You're like, oh. yeah. All your life you're told not to swear in front of kids, and then suddenly there's a well, bunch of kids on the floor, it, and you're like, am I gonna say this? Yeah. 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 Or, or or a little old lemon you know that's that's what cracks me up is yeah. it's 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 a lot of times it's a circle of like you know let's be honest it's it's bridesmaids and their family right and they're you know that kind of crowd and so there's grandmas on the dance floor grinding on you yeah. to blurred lines <laughs> and that that happens and they don't and, quite get it they just know well that they're the in the moment doing. they're they're, the girls are they're doing. dancing freaky they're yeah for sure well, and they you know they know what they're doing they're 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 yeah. just having a fucking blast, but it's okay. like they're three old fashions in, and they ain't giving up on the old man. Yeah. Oh yeah, the old man's here to party. <laughs> no, the old man's tired. He wants to go home and take a nap, sit in front of the TV, and drink his beer. Yeah. And I, no I doubt. prefer the grandmas, you know, shaking their ass yeah. over the like we're not going to get up and dance crowd. You know, it's way better to have everyone just jumping in and having fun. Agreed. Yeah those moments and, and honestly like you know sex is so it's so taboo you know in our in our general society that it's right. so dumb it's so fucking stupid what i think is amazing is i was listening to girl pool right and she was talking about there was lyrics and she was saying um go down on me and all these raunchy things that i never heard but it dawned on me that she might be gay and or gender fluid and like maybe these lyrics weren't about a man and a woman like maybe she didn't want maybe she was talking to her girlfriend and i think to myself how many songs like elton john's songs were written for you know a more of a gay motif but then people take them they don't realize they're not they don't they don't realize that they're sexual but they don't realize that they're sexual in a way where somebody else is expressing something like a, like a slave ritual, you know, that, so that the white guy couldn't tell what they were singing about. Like they have to be under the radar, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Go down. There's a, it could be, it doesn't matter. That's just your own opinion of what you think that means. Exactly. Know? Yeah. But that's well, what I, I mean, was neat. Like, it is, it is two women singing to each other, right? Yeah, but how how often do you think to yourself this song is about gay love or straight love? I've never but, thought about that. I've just thought I don't about, think about love. That ever. I don't even think of like even Elton John. Like I mean, George Michael actually talked about this. He's like, I wrote these for women. Like his Faith album or yeah, whatever. Right. Like, yeah. I wrote it's those all for about women. Yeah. Like you know, and I guess that's an artist creative license thing that artists can take any way oh, yeah. they want. But I've never even really thought about it as a. Me neither. Like a sexuality thing. Like it's just sex song or whatever like yeah. yeah i don't really think unless it's like obviously like hetero or gay songs and there are some songs like that but it's not very that's rare i think yeah oh, i think so control i think it's <laughs> like, all what you yeah, hear yeah. it's what you hear and take away with the lyrics like, that you care about and probably like ymca i think of as a gay song but that's that's a culture thing that's not a uh implication that's what right. I'm saying. Yeah, right. now everybody's dancing around to a song sung in gay clubs for 50 years, but they're happy with it at the wedding. You know what I mean? They're, I, they're happy at the, the at the Republican conventions. Like, yeah, right. So I think that's what they do. That like that's weird. That's yeah. everything they do is against that. that. Like, that's almost appropriation. That that's like that's oh, appropriation for sure. That's not almost appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was it Macho Macho Man? That or one too. YMCA. Which no, song Ma was it? Macho Man was was Donald Trump recently. They but they they've been the wrong people have been singing all these songs or playing oh. all these songs for a long time. For you sure. know what I'd love to see is is some of these artists like Bruce Springsteen and some of the other ones going, "Hey, stop playing our fucking music. You don't you're, yeah. you don't 
my music doesn't represent you. I'm sorry you feel that it does. And I, I think that's a bold choice, man. I think, yeah. I mean, a lot of bands did. Yeah. And then, and they're constantly doing it. And, and, and it's interesting to see that, that an artist can be like, no, you don't get to, you don't get to use this. I didn't make this for you. Uh, and, and, and cause most of the time you can default with like, this music was made for me, but when they come out, that's a pretty fucking bold statement. Like this thing I wrote that I gave to everybody or I sold to everybody. You can't have it. Right. You can't use it for, that's a lot. I do too, man. You know, it's funny. Um, you were mentioning like slaves, I guess, Jason, a minute ago. Right. And it took me, it took, threw me back a second, but then I was thinking about it and it's like, it's funny. I know someone very conservative and Christian that has Jasper John, John's paintings in their house. Ooh. And um, what's interesting is uh, Jasper Johns is probably most culturally known for his American flag painting. And, and then I think the person I know has it as like a symbol of patriotism or something. But what's weird is Jasper Johns was discriminated against because he was, super, he was gay. And so like in his paintings aren't like, like is not about patriotism. Like those flags are about layers of oppression and layers of things that we like kind of sweep under the rug as a country. So there's a lot of context in that painting that most people don't even really, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people, um, don't understand the context of the painting, but it's interesting because it's kind of hidden. It's hidden from uh, from view, really. The, the yeah. meaning, but the meanings behind that. There you go. There's there's a, the real famous one. Wow. The the meanings behind that, and even the paint texture and the way it's collage. It's like a collage. Those paintings of a lot of news articles and things. So, he was using discrimination, I think, uh, as one of the themes in those paintings and uh, about our culture and the time. And I think that was like the goddamn fifties, sixties. That Black, that if you guys know about Black Mountain College time of art, if you know about I do art. not. Anyway, so uh, so it's just interesting to see that, like like Joe saying, like you know Macho Man that, or like Trump or the Republicans mm-hmm. using these tracks, and it's like oh my gosh, appropriating something. Right. And I think Johns did it skillfully, and slash no one would know unless you knew art history. So it's I think silly. that's one of those you got to be in the nose thing. Yeah. But I do find it funny, and I and I brought that up to that person once who's very conservative and very Christian. I was like, you know what that painting stands for? That's in your living room over your couch, like the centerpiece of your home, right? Right. And I and they're like, no. And as I, I explained it, and never ever talked about that again. Although that painting still stands in that person's house somewhere, I think. Good. That's a good pic- a painting, right? Yeah, I know, but it's like, yeah, I felt like it was a little bit... It just doesn't fit them. Hypocritical. Yeah, it's hypocritical without even knowing it. But then I pointed it out, and it still didn't didn't matter to them. Because they right. viewed that song or that painting or that art, or they, they viewed that as a decision that means something different to them. And that is mm-hmm. true. That does happen. Mm-hmm. When you put out a piece of art, it, yep. it's not always your intention. It's, it's the way someone views something. So right. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, art has always been evolving. between the lines. I think that's so, so fascinating, you know. Blurred lines. Uh-huh. Yeah. Blurred Which lines. is funny because that song was popular, like a while ago for a month. You know, it was everywhere, and then it just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Now, Bruno Mars. Yeah. I'll I'll be I'll be if I'm doing this for twenty more years, I'll be singing fucking, uh, uptown funk. You know, like that. Right. That dude made some so many hits, like right up to back to back to back, and then that song is just held on. Same with "Yeah," like yeah. by Usher. That that song, you know, I'll tell you a funny yeah. story about a, a fun. Yeah, sure, that one. That's yep. 16 years old, and it, it every time it hits, bump 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 bump. Yeah, the fuck everybody in the crowd go, oh my jam. Right, and they feel, and they, they feel the dance. Like, and that's a little old granny saying that. Oh, it's my jam. Right. Um, but when it, when, the, when did um, <laughs> okay? <laughs> so so my guitar playing boss has been doing this for like forty years or something, mm. and he he didn't. There was a song that came out that when it came out, uh, he said, "This is uh, going to be a flash in the pan." I don't, you know, I, we probably shouldn't even put much time into learning it because it's not going to be around. Uh, 
the song came out in 1981. You guys know what that song would be that is played at every every wedding. That's a good one. No, first of all, that's not every wedding. That's just no. That's the north. That's really weird. Is it weird? Is it's not in the south? No, it's it's done in every it's done in every bar mitzvah. It's done every bar mitzvah. Things like that, but it's not it's not a thing that's done with like everybody. I forget. I forget. It's journey. It's don't stop believing. Oh, okay. And he, when that song came out, he was like, "This is not gonna stick around. Like, oh, there's no reason this is gonna be around." And he, and he, then he had to play it for the next twenty years. Like, How did that song stick around? I don't want to talk about this song. I kills. Hate that's fine. I, I, just... I, I, I think it's a good song. I, I am so tired of it. Like, yeah, I've only been doing this for ten years, but it, like, it's the whitest song that I. Yeah, so it's like jukebox. It's nah, whitest eighty you know? song ever. Wait, what? The, the whitest song, the whitest <laughs> the song. Whitest. Dun, 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 dun. Cool Whip, the whitest. <laughs> <laughs> the whitest song is <laughs> Neil Diamond, ah. Sweet Caroline, and that's that. Yeah. And it. You can't find a white man that won't sing to that, or Rocky Mountain High by John Denver. <laughs> like, that's another one. Every Country man just get up and sing it. He might be up there in one of his. What is the Billy Joel song? See, Sweet Caroline is. Oh, the Piano Man. Yeah, yeah, that's a really white sure. movie song. Too. Yeah, sure. Let's have a show about the whitest, actor, the whitest play. <laughs> there's a there's so a TikTok, there's a tic, TikTok trend about um, with the, the old man's car, which is a Billy Joel song. I think it's what it's called, hmm. and it's it's a really catchy song. But these girls all have like a choreographed dance to it, and it's like it's like one of three Billy Joel songs I had only heard a handful of times growing up. I heard right. his entire catalog. Um, you know, I thought I up. knew all his old catalog, you know. I Dude. don't know. Um, is it Uptown Girl? Are you are you trying to say Uptown Girl? No, no, <laughs> no, no. I know what Uptown Girl is, but it's like a dot 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 taking the old man's car. Yeah, it's like no. Huh. I, and I want to play it on here, but should I? I mean, oh, we should. No, not here. I don't want to get. Yeah, we don't want to get flagged. I listen. I love the stranger, and I loved glass houses, and then I trailed off a of Billy Joel for a while, and when I came back, he was singing about Uptown Girl, and I was like, I don't like this guy. I don't respect him anymore. <laughs> you know. I love duop Billy Joel, man. I, um, I, I I grew up with Billy Joel just because he was like lived in my town and shit, you know, uh, and. Um, I just, I fucking never liked it. I was kind of anti Billy Joel because it was so popular. I think. Right. It's one of the, I got been anti a few times in my life, and that was one of them. I never got into it. So um, now you can't be a part of this discussion now. No, I, that's why I'm kind of like just like. No, I know. <laughs> Joe said that to me last week about the Karate Kid. He's like, "Well, now you see, you can't be a part of this discussion because of what you avoided years ago." I got two things I want to talk. Oh, go. The the song is Zanzibar, by the way. It's. Oh uh, yeah. Sure, taking the old man's car or something. Anyway, go ahead. So you watched. What did you watch, Jason? Brian, what were you gonna say? Well, so two things. I've just got into the TikToks. I just got into it, and nice. I gotta say, it's a fucking time suck in such a wonderful way that I smile. Like, I know, right? Because I just, I see, I don't even really know how to use it. Like, I, I kind of learned how to edit and start and stop video. I like quickly learn how to edit because I'm gonna do a challenge for a friend. Nice, but um. I I um I just go through. I mean, I found. I think I only follow three people right now. One <laughs> go, you know. <laughs> but the two people I follow, just like, but I just scroll down or up or whatever, and I just look at all the whatever is popular and trending, and I just literally sometimes I'll just sit there, and then twenty minutes will go by, and I'm like, oh my god, I right? Just, holy crap! But it's so much fun. Anyway, you don't um, even have a profile picture yet, do you? No. I don't. I don't. Okay. Um, I know. I'm mocking him too, Joe. It's okay. We gotta oh, get. We gotta was, get I, time. I just got into it. I just got into it. I was just gonna say you time. can do. You can use anything. People. A lot of people are using like 
like emojis and little shit. Like it's yeah, just like, I'll probably figure yeah. something out. But like I literally, I've, I haven't even, I didn't know how to, I don't know how to friend anyone. Like I, I know it's how, early. How to accept your friend request because like there was a red little symbol being like, dah, 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 right. you better look at right. that. I'm like, okay. There's but these I, guys I that do religious pictures point. with their, with just their lips, you know, in the picture. And you, I got to share that with you because you would just love those, you know. <laughs> Like, did that did, so cool. did, his, did he say oh hail mary yes yes god did his head go all the way under the water yes did his whole body well, part of his knee was nope forsake him <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. i just love that stuff it just cracks me up the religious humor on tiktok is just yeah. amazing you know we talked oh, about the vatican last week we talked about the pope being a cool pope pope did a bad shit this week no dollars on a new pr campaign uh it is now it is not okay for any catholic priest to bless a same-sex marriage or what any geishas anymore so they, they never really were allowed to, but he said that priests are not allowed to bless a marriage or a couple at all. Like, bless them. Like, bless them. He what? said the only way now the gays, basically, the gays can be blessed is if they come to a priest, say, look, I'm gay, but I will not have sexual relations, so I won't be living in sin. So if you're not, quote, living in sin, you can be blessed by a priest now. Um, I guess you could be blessed as a couple if you both agree not to have sexual relations. You probably could. But the Pope, the thing is, is they're spending millions and millions of dollars getting this message across as of like the last five days. And it's a weird, controversial thing in the in the articles, probably within the last day or two. I read about it. But I know they're spending millions of dollars on a PR campaign, which is like we're not blessing gay unions at all as a Catholic as a rule. That's, mm. I mean, the Pope is God in their religion. Pope is speaking for God if he's on his pulpit. Right. So that is one thing he's done on his pulpit, which was like, oh, man, we were just talking about how cool you were. Then <laughs> you need to do that. You could have just not done anything, you know, like, and that's that's what the problem is with this is he's actively anti, um, you know, anti LGBTQA plus all that stuff. So it's not cool. So, Has he always been? Because I thought he had condoned that at some point, or uh, well, that priests could get married, or so he did something really throwing amazing. Throwing around stuff like that, they've never allowed priests to get married, but he's right. thrown around the idea of let's make this a lot more open, and you know, okay, or like not married, but police could be act police. <laughs> a, a priest could be active, you know, or have some sort of relationship thing, but. Hmm. Yeah, it was just it was it was sad to read, and it's a thing you know it's sanctioned. This is a, a deal. This is like a marketing campaign. Oh, Pope, you suck, Pope. And I've I've done some work with them, and, and it makes me think about doing work with them again because that's just really shitty of them to, to go out of their way to say that. You know, it's just really shitty. Yeah. I think the timing of that is some has to do with some some conservative right stuff going around the world, which is just not not cool. Well, know? I mean, also par par for the course for. Catholic yeah. Church in some true, ways. True. That's true. When you get to like specifics, when you start talking about, well, a priest can bless you if you're gay, maybe maybe in a relationship context. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what that is. You can't just be like, we've never, I'm not going to bless gay people. It's not, it's about like marriage and stuff. Um, but when they start talking about, well, you know, we'll bless you if you say, I'm not going to have sex because that's a, you're not living in sin. In, in the strict definition, you're not living in sin if you're if you're active if you're not active, you know. Like um, my les- my lesbian sister, she's not living in sin because she's not sexually active, you know. So she's doing good, like like in the, in the Catholic sense. But when you start pointing out that like you're not active, now you're pointing out, well, what if you're remarried and, and you're straight? Like that that is against the Bible, bro. Right. Right. You know, like, like, well, it was annulled, but I was married twice. I was married three times. Well, yo, you are living in sin. I'm sorry. Like, you were married once before God, and anyone you have sex with after that, you're living in sin. So once you start telling different people, like, specifics, then, yeah. then that bothers me because they're saying, you know, if you don't live in sin, we'll bless you. Well, what about married couples that are on their second or third marriage? Like they are totally breaking the, the church law. You know, what about Boy. them? Yeah. How did they get married in the church the second and third yeah, time? The church, you know, the church has been hardcore about that. They, they have, they have been like, they've, they have been historically hardcore about that. Yeah. But to come out right now and say that with those specifics is like, well, why don't we talk about all marriages now that you've just opened it up to living in sin and 
that's the reason, you know, like if you're not quoting a specific verse, which you're not, if you're just using that idea as like, you know, we'll let you get blessed this way. That really starts to, that that bothered me the most when I that does it. bother me. Yeah, I mean we're this is 2021, right? Like we're talking about gender fluid fluidity, like we're not talking yes. about gay straight anymore. You know, <laughs> we're past but, that. Right, but when you start talking like that with like qualifiers mm-hmm. and like you know right. ideas, now let's go back to Joe. Joe's talk about that one guy who's uncomfortable singing that song, and now he's singing about sex outside of marriage most likely getting some big dick in you know that that is totally immoral you know like that now there's a 10 year old in the room like that's fucking pedophile language you know it's not it's not anyway but you could start going down that road when you start adding specific words to like disqualify people it's really shitty man yeah yeah i, I encourage everyone to read about that because that was a really shitty thing that Jonathan did this week Ooh. that is tragic man and i didn't know about that i've been yeah yeah super busy so i that's a that's a real fucking bummer I hate um that. yeah so i take back everything we said about the good pope well, and I uh we should encourage yeah. the good things that the catholic church does so i don't take it back but i don't i'm not fully like you man you're doing great like but i'm starting to I'm, I'm starting to feel like if these organizations are doing any of this evil shit any of this conniving shit then 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 their good deeds aren't good yeah, that's fair. Because their yeah. good deeds are just masking their fucking yeah, that's fair nastiness. And it, it's like the, it's like did any of you watch Spotlight? Did you guys hear about this? No, no. So Spotlight's a movie. It's really good. Won a whole bunch of awards. It's based on a true story about you know a newspaper program trying to get in there to the Catholic Church and uncover the sexual misdeeds of the. Oh, that's that and movie. That, Dude, and I'm telling you, it's it's um, it's worth a watch, and it's phenomenal cast: Michael Keaton and Mark Ruffalo, and so many, so many more. And it's um, they the timing is really off when they're trying to to do this expose on on uh, on you know the the corruption of the Catholic Church, blessing all these children for ever, and. Uh, it happens at a really bad time and it kind of gets slowed down and stopped and all these, you know, that's about all the hurdles they go across. To just try to get a, a very basic story across the, the front, the, you know, the pages of their, their publication. And, and it's brutal how it's just a wonderful mo- movie, but they, they talk about that. I mean, we're talking about Those like if, they're cover, if, 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 yeah. if they, if they're covering up um, sexual misconduct of grown men by on little boys children in general then then any of their little good shit it's pretty evil. kind of i'm kind of done with it yeah it's like it's yeah. like it's like it's like big time evil like like the like the fucking QAnon type gross shit that they're right. talking about like it's eating baby faces and such yeah yeah, yeah. yeah drinking baby blood it's it's you're, you're stealing the innocence of children that's crazy I just want everybody to know that religion or not, if you're living a life to where you can put your head on your pillow and know that you did the right thing at the right time for the right people, you're living the right life. It doesn't matter if the Pope won't bless you. You're blessing yourself. You are a blessing to the world, and thank you. Well, that's nice, but at the same time, those people think that exact thing. They think they're doing the great thing for the world, and they're doing, they're making the tough choices for the flock, for the sheep. Yeah, yeah I just don't want people to feel like judged because a pope says something because another pope might say something else well the, the but it's god's voice for those people it's like that's the mm. problem it's like yeah. that is the belief that is those there's a billion catholics in the world that's like an eighth of the world that's um, so crazy and it is crazy and and if we start talking about religion and what bothers me is like you know some a lot of so we grew up mostly our country is mostly protestant so which is against mm-hmm. like break the schism but that Catholic Church has changed the words in the Bible on multiple occasions, historically, factually, right. shown that they've done that. So they are more of the old school Bible because they they made the Bible's words. You know, they literally changed it and changed books, and you know, and then Protestants were like, "Well, we don't use the Apocrypha. We change the book." And but like when you start getting to little things of like, you know, this is right or wrong, like you got to start looking at like who said it was right or wrong. Like when was this decided and mm-hmm. changed? Like homosexuality is one of those things. 
where it meant certain words meant certain things, and it meant just sons. You know, like when you, you can't give your son to your friend when they come over. Joe, have my son. Like is that, that was a normal thing in society back in the day. And then it's like you know that's that's not right. And then it's not. Wait, that's give not your son right. for what? Like comfort. Like sex. Come yeah. my house, like Jason, if oh. you came over to visit my house, like I have like children, I might offer you one of my your children to sleep with you at night to give you comfort. But and not sexually, just no sexually. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's was, gross. Yeah, 100%. That. Is that was a cultural thing that people did. Like, come to my house, have some wine, watch a movie, take my child to bed with you if you want for comfort. That was just a thing that people did. Not long ago, people were offering their, you know, you, you when, it, when you stayed with guests, you stayed as a guest in somebody's house or their tea in their tent. That you, they let you sleep with their wife. Like it was kind of a, one of the many customs of like native people you know certain tribes that were or maybe it was indigenous in the you know alaska or somewhere you know somewhere those those people uh now we're now we're chinook shaming well i'm not shaming i don't know it's part it's part of their cultural upbringing when a a guest came by they'd be like oh my god you want to sleep with my wife you should sleep with my wife you're gonna sleep with my wife tonight so glad you're here like all those things change, you know, what's typically allowed or not allowed. Is it, right. But a lot of these, the Bible in particular changed based on, you know, we don't want to allow these things happening or these practices right. happening anymore. A lot of those things were, were created and a lot of the things that we read, a lot of them, like, I mean, even if you take the Bible literally, like the book of Corinthians is about Paul wrote letters to certain churches that were having certain problems. Like one church women were getting out of hand, right? So, and Paul's like writes about like, you know, your women need to shut up during service because it's disrupting this whole church. Wow. And that's, that's what is basically said in one of the, in several times in Corinthians, like women need to just shut the fuck up. They can't, they can't read, lead, they can't talk. You just gotta be quiet. You can't wear lipstick and makeup because it's bothering this church. And then somehow it was taken that like this is the rule for all the Christians practicing Christians when it's like well that's not really what the point of this book is even is it's a, a book of letters that Paul wrote to specific problems to specific congregations you know like your children need to shut up and you know or maybe they need to go to another room during because they're they're yelling and during the service right. and that's where that book comes from but then somehow somewhere someone took that as like God wants us to know all of us to do this you know that was like somehow changed. And somebody believed that person. Right. And someone had to, before we even talk about that book, someone had to translate that book too, which is that <laughs> those things changed before even we changed our ideas about how we, you know, about right. church in particular. And Corinthians is one of those books that is very much about women need to shut up. Women need to not wear makeup. You know, they're very, very solemn. Yeah. And so when you start, <laughs> the problem is it's like when you start making rules for everyone, you know, like we're going to treat people like this. You kind of need to not do that, first of all. But if you're going to do that, you need to go back and like think about what where that comes from, you know. And it's – I got lots of problems with that. I don't mind if the rule had been around since the beginning of time. But I don't like as a rule how a rule is reread every few hundred years to mean something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, or rules like that were created like around Constantine's time to – right. Enslave people like uh, gender, mm-hmm. uh, like for instance, gender is one of them. Um, even when um, slaves, so like when the, the 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 what is it? The New Testament was the first Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the apostles. Like you know those first books that talk about Jesus and stuff. Like the they New said, Testament. but like the first five are called something, but it uh, doesn't matter. Ooh, did you have it? Yeah. Uh, it, sorry, go ahead. I'll, 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 can't remember. Okay. But those first, just like the, the, the actual accounts of people there that wrote the books. Right. One of them, and I think it was Paul too. Paul's a, a great offender and great, you know, Paul or Peter said, if you're a slave, like they thought Jesus was coming, Jesus died and they were supposed to spread the message. Right. And we all thought that Jesus was coming back like in a couple months, maybe a couple years, like like real soon. He's coming right back to save us all, right? <laughs> Come back. He went to heaven and he's coming right back to get us. So, if you're married, stay married. If you're divorced, stay divorced. You know, if you're if you're a slave, stay a slave. Be a good slave. Like be be kill him with kindness. Right. Yo, lick my fucking boots, clean my fucking house. I'm gonna beat you. 
you're going to do it with a smile on your face. And like, you've just enslaved the world now. Like that sentence, like be a good slave. You've just enslaved the fucking world. You right. know, like, like that one instance, someone, and someone thought Jesus was coming back. The world was about to end. Be a good slave, put a happy face on. And now that's used out of context since then. Yeah. You know? blessed, blessed are the meek. Blessed are the, you know, the, 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 the those who suffer and the poor, you know, it's, it's okay to be poor on the earth, you know, you're, and you're going to get all the riches in heaven. Oh Yeah. Who's, yeah. What's happening to all the riches right now? Oh, don't right. worry about that. That's those right. are good people. Those are obviously good people too, and they're they, they're pretty sure they're going to a heaven as well. Yeah. Wait, hold on. You told me that the meek shall inherit. Right. So the, the meek shall inherit. After you're dead, slaves. Not the heaven. Uh, the right. earth. That that whole thing talks about not just the meek, but it's like it's easier to pass through the eye of a needle, you know, like a, you know than to reach for a rich man to inherit the kingdoms of the heaven. So it, it's like the rich people aren't going to heaven. They're going to be suffering. Gotcha. But you who are impoverished that don't get all of the money and the tax breaks and the stimulus and like, like you will be, once you're dead, you will arrive. That, that's from the benefit. You will, yeah. you will be the, you'll be the victor for the rest of your life. Well, mm. you're dead. Like, like they're promising all this shit when you're dead. Like that's right. the problem with all of those books. That's the problem with the Republican Party at this point. Well, Somebody so said that Democrats want utopia, and Republicans believe that's what heaven's for. Right, but, but like you know, there's separation of church and state, which doesn't exist. Yeah, right. But I know. That bullshit. Yeah, and it's it's it's, a, it's to keep the downtrodden down, so yeah. they can make money on them, because you need slaves to pick things to the cotton. You need slaves. You need people to be in the farms. Making yep. food for us so we can eat. Like we need you as a society. We need you, so we're going to keep you down, and we need to make you happy. So we've invented something called heaven, and that's right. that's where I think that personally, I think that's where the Bible comes from. Um, a lot of theologians, when they get really into historical context, lose their faith because they start learning those. Facts. Of course, of course. And it's like oh shit! Like we re that really never said that before. Like I've told my people my whole life that this said this and it, no it didn't mean that and it was changed in this year and here's the proof and that's scary that's why it just like bothers me because we have actual proof for a lot of these things like this now this was changed in this year from what well it's, it's not you don't really want to talk about it we don't really want to talk about it you know? actually not we don't not that we don't really want to talk about it. like we really don't want to fucking talk about this so we're not going to talk about it and it's none of your business it's word of god it's word of god do as no. I say, not as I do. Faith, 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 faith. Faith is important. Mm -hmm. I got you. I could talk about this forever. I know you could. I, I love hearing it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's like in the Quran too. Like, I mean, it's in a, like people. Like, here's a problem. Like we we vilify Muslims in the Islam. Like we we vilify that as this dangerous religion, and and it's not overall. It is not. I have however, a question when you're done. Yeah. However. There are books through the Quran. Oh God, I hope I'm talking about the right book. There are books of the Quran that are like only in, in actually in Judaism as well. That but but the Quran is more important because there are some books that are kept by the by the scholars. Mm. And for you to read them, you have to have a like a whatever they're called, some sort of preacher, a scholar with you. Right. And you have to be good enough in your religion and standing to even read certain books because in these books it talks about burning and killing fucking gentiles is what it does so like there is the thing they, they hold that back because they're like well it means something really else but you have to be spiritually awakened woke enough if you will to understand the context here of take that non-believer and kill their children and babies like we have to we have to talk about it in a different context right that's scary so that's like i you know that don't you don't think you should go to the airport and like look at all the muslims and be like oh my god they're these terrible people you shouldn't do that but there are some supporting arguments scholarly arguments that are like oh like fuck you know and the same with christianity same same okay what is islam what is islamic um well it is a faith it's a it's a faith Okay. I keep hearing this commercial on MSNBC and this guy from Morning Joe is like, we don't treat domestic terrorists the way we treat Islamic terrorists. And I'm like, that's not right. Like, that's not right, right? Islamic terrorist isn't the way to phrase that? No, no. Like, no, right. 
Islam is a religion. Muslim people, you know what I mean? That's right. Is like book versus the, what you call them, the followers. Right. I'd rather hear Middle Eastern terrorists than I would Islamic or Muslim terrorists. To me, well, I mean, well, there, there, there are different. So there are different uh, connotations. I mean, like, right. It, it's, it's, it's not appropriate to call anyone a terrorist just off the, you know, cuff. Basically, no, but if you see a but... terrorist standing in the middle of the desert, what do you call it? You know. <laughs> what? But what, what? How do you know a terrorist is? Uh, my 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 question is like, a terrorist is someone who causes terror. So if they're not causing terror, they're not a terrorist. Okay. They could be a terrorist in training. They could be a, you know, an insurgent somewhere. They could be, you know, a, a military person or just a person. Yeah. But they're okay. not a terrorist until they commit a terror act. Like I don't know if I don't know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And so that that qualifier shouldn't be mentioned in anybody's identity unless we know they're a known they known to have caused terror right. like this man um, died blowing up a building yeah right yeah gotcha. uh, but but then the the you know the islamic or the muslim or the uh jihadist or, or those all right you know, again when information is brought i mean forward, the crusades were catholic terrorists then right Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I looked this up to double check because I didn't want to say this the wrong way. Islam is the religion. It's what they follow. Their followers are called Muslims. That, gotcha. that is, so you never say Islamic. You never really want to use that word. You never want to call them like, like Muslim means they follow Islam. Okay. Muslim is the people. You know, like if you're Muslim or if you, you call them Muslim people, you don't call them Islamic terrorists. You don't call them Islamic right. But an Iraqi native is an Iraqi native. He's not by nature because he's in the Middle East Muslim. Well, right, because there's multiple religions. Right, there's Shiites and the Kurds. Well, those are different sects of of the Muslim faith, but um, oh, okay. or Islamic faith. But um, you know, there's Hindus. There's there's all kinds of. I mean, you can't just assume. Like it's like coming into America and pointing at a crowd and be like, "These are all Protestants." Right. You no, know? I mean. It's, 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 and that's one of our cultural downfall, you know, downfalls. We, we get these catchwords yes. beat into our heads for 10 to five to 10 years at a time and six. It's crazy. It's kind right. Of, it's like Kung Flu. I heard a guy say that the other day and I was like, what are you talking? So this is, some, this is something we keep broaching right alongside the topic. Something I didn't know that. Since 2019, 3,800 crimes against Asian heritage Americans were committed. I never thought it was that bad. I never thought that America treated... I know that we used to in the 1800s, but I really thought we got past that and we really respected our Asian community. In the internment camps that we had in this country? Yeah, I'm just talking overall, like the Chinese building, the radio, uh, the railroad, you know, like the slave labor, stuff like that. Well, speaking of slave labor, uh, we have news in the news right now. Did you hear about the shooting in Georgia? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm referencing. Someone, yeah, someone came up and just like pop, 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 just killing Asian women. Yeah. At a beauty salon. Yeah, beauty salons and or massage parlors or whatever. Yeah. Um, like six of the eight people that were died were, were Asian females, and and we don't still know the context. They have a person now, right? Did it, and they have a name, and you know that person's, you know, what really bothered me before I even jumped on this meeting when we started, I was reading something that like there was a tagline on CNN, and I was really, I haven't read it, but it really like turned my stomach. It was like this shooter was at his wits end, like he was boxed in a corner at his wits end, and I'm like, oh my god. Uh, I, you know, that is fucking, that's a systemic, that's that systemic problem that we have. It's like, I'm sure it's some white guy in Georgia. Yeah. It's just at his wits end. He just didn't, dude, if that was a black guy, that would never be, never say right. that. No one would, would ever say that. What he would say is like, he's got a rap sheet. That guy that used to, he smokes marijuana. He's a drug user. Right. Say he's at his wits end. But by the way, he was and, and probably his whole family and like, blah, 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 blah. but like, that's that systemic bullshit that like, well, cause it's a white guy. We're going to give him an excuse for this. Like, yeah. I just, yeah. like you can go ahead home. I can't believe you're right. I, like, I can't believe CNN just came out with that, that headline. Well, that, that's reference to 
they asked him if it was hate crimes against Asian people, and he said, no, I'm a sex addict, and I was eliminating my options. Is that what he said? Yeah, that's a, that's what they're saying his defense is. Which is still a hate crime against women, by the way. Gender is still a hate crime. <laughs> so that's what they're talking about. But that's why he was at his wit's end, and he was headed to Florida to do the same thing. Yeah, I know. He might have caught Matt Gates. But I'm bummed. Sorry. Matt Gates was caught with uh who's the owner of the New England Patriots getting happy endings in a spa in Florida? Kraft? Robert, oh Belichick. Robert Kraft. No, Belichick? No. He's a saint. Stop. Oh, that. Is he, uh, the coach? Owner. Yeah, Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots. Your governor was in the news today spouting about how amazing he is and the decisions to go no mask and the decision to open a business. And this is a dangerous – I mean, no one – the problem is, is no one going to give a fuck because his followers are going to follow him no matter what he does. Right. Like, you know, our, Florida now is in the middle. We're ranked 24th in coronavirus, and we have succeeded because our, our businesses are open for the last year. And, like, he just, like, pulled back all the restrictions with Abbott, you know, when they do that stuff. And, mm-hmm. it was like, spring break was last week, and he was on the bar, like, drinking drinks and, you know. and Yep. And he's like, he's taking a win, like right now, like publicly, like I'm taking a win. It's like, oh my God, you just opened the beaches up. There was a million people at <clears throat> bike week happened in Daytona last week. That's a super spreader event. You know, a million people or a hundred thousand people in a day. Show yeah. up there. And it's like, oh, your, your shit's about to go up and you're taking the win like real proudly, like right now, yeah. like, oh, you're so fucked. Well, he's focused. He thinks that vaccinating people fast enough will solve the problem. It, it will help the problem to vaccinate people fast. Not if you're importing 100,000 people from other states with other variants, yeah. you know. <laughs> Here's the danger part. Like, first of all, he has the most, like, trafficked airport in Orlando. Right. You've got people all over the world coming to Disney World. Like, when you open up Disney World, that's a big fucking deal because yeah. it's like, come on, world, we're ready for you. And then all the mutations show up, you know. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. oh it's horrible. I had to go to a Home Depot today, and uh, I walked in, and I, I knew exactly where I was going. It was right up front, and it wasn't busy. wasn't a whole lot of people in there, and it was a little drywall screw area, so right inside the front door, it's like the first little section. I'd been there before. Was, uh, my, my drywall hole got a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger, so I'd been there a couple times. Um, anyway walk right in i've got my three masks on i've got my bandana covering my mouth and nose and i've got my mask and then i've got my mask on top of it that keeps all the fog away and i walk in and i do a double take and there's this little old white lady and with white hair and her big ass dumb bald white husband and they you know they look very well to do they look you know she's all she did her makeup she's got her (laughs) and i can see her big shiny grin with her big false teeth and I looked over and she smiled real big and I've been in a really good mood lately. It's hard to tell sometimes, but, uh, the, I looked over and she smiled real big and my natural instinct kicked in and I was like, you know, did one of those. And then I turned and I was like, wait, what's wrong here? And I stopped and I was like, I could see her stupid mouth. Yeah. And I, like I turned back and I wanted, and she's in this thing and you know, she and her husband maybe just got their second shot or maybe they waited their, you know, let's let's pretend it's best case scenario, and she went both rounds and and waited right. her whatever many days. People are still dying from this shit. Yep. People who have gotten the goddamn vaccine and they're still dying from this shit. And she's wearing her shitting grin because the governor has said that she doesn't have to wear that mask anymore. Everybody else in the store is wearing the mask. I was really happy about that. All the employees had their masks on. Most of them had gloves on. And props to Dan for doing this, by the way. Props to all the absolutely. And but she definitely like I just was so dumbfounded that she just as big a smile as she could have, and I was like, "Hey, well that's great. I love smiling people." Oh, buddy. And she would say that like I've got my shots. I waited two weeks, and I'm really hundred percent. I was a douche for years and for the last year. I, I, I went to, while I was waiting to get in, because I went in right because they were opening and I was waiting at the door. Some other guy was standing there and uh, 
said, uh, you know what I haven't seen? We were talking about masks and stuff. He's like, you know what I haven't seen at all? It was big old, big old, kind of looked like a big old uh, conservative drove big truck, you know, came up. He's he bitched about having to drive 40 minutes because he'd moved out in the middle of nowhere. He's like, I love it. I lived in Denton for 20 years, but I had zero lot lines and now I'm out in the middle of nowhere and I got nobody for 20 acres on either side. And I was like, that's really awesome, man. I'm thinking, you know, he doesn't want to wear this mask. He looked over me and goes, you know, it's really weird. I don't know anybody who's gotten the fucking flu. The flu? The flu. I was like, oh yeah, I guess I, I don't know anybody that has gotten the flu either. And it's like, he looked at me and goes, maybe these mask things work and maybe we should be wearing them just all the time in general. Like, <laughs> I was super happy, dude. I was, yeah, that's exactly why the flu is not around, you know? Yes. Yeah, that's cool to hear. And then you probably expect him to be like some like, ah, I don't believe him. Well, and he was, he, was, he was just grumpy about having to drive 40 miles for a computer that he, you know, for whatever the thing he was that ordered and, you know, having to come pick it up and had to make an appointment to come pick it up. Yeah. And then as soon as he got in, he was like, he got in and out, but he was, he, I, he was just bitching a lot for, you know, well, yeah, I gotta say this real quick. Thank you, Joe Brown, for taking me to get my shot yesterday. Woo! That was a yesterday was a huge deal for me on they love so many levels, but I appreciate you for being the one to do it. I, I actually my pleasure my neighbor to do it, and they're like, "No, nah, I can't. Gotta watch a kid." And I was so much happier that you immediately was like, "I'll do it." And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Because we haven't seen each other in person in over a year. And uh, we do a lot together and hang out a lot, but it's just weird not being around people. And it was super strange going to this Kroger. Like, it was cool seeing the whole Texas Motor Speedway pandemic like reaction. Machine, and, yeah. Machine, you know, you get to see it. And, like, this is happening in every city and every town. Like, wow. It was it was really like an awe inspiring thing. Mm -hmm. um, even even my neighbor, she was like, "I'm not gonna take the March child because I don't want him to like. If I have a bad reaction, I don't want him to see it." And I also was like, yeah, but you might, there might be something like to learn about having the kid come with you because I mean, do what you want. You're a parent, but I was pretty much in awe over seeing the, just how well it was executed and, and this is happening everywhere, you know, in the world. Right. And I, right. I, I compared it akin to like when I went to tell NASA, when I went to Cape Canaveral and there's like in one building where they have an exploded view of the rockets from like there's like the backup they made a backup of the one that went to the moon and it was the the biggest we're finally doing it again but really big rockets like big fucking rockets that like get to shoot you up into space and um it's not a shuttle it's this giant thing and they have like you know like in engineering drawings they have exploded views so like you'll hanging above you is this exploded view of the rocket so it's in sections and you can look inside each section and it's bigger it's the size of a football field and I like had this like I started crying like when I was yeah. there, I just walked up to it and I just started crying and I kind of like like shooed myself away from my family so they wouldn't see me crying, but I was sitting there I just started crying like like oh my god like we did this like our species like look what we did like we went to the moon and like you, I can see it this is the backup and right. it was so moving but I felt that way when I went to the pandemic site yesterday I kind of felt that like oh my god like we as a people use science people and we yeah. use the science to overcome this thing that could have wiped out our species, you know, like, so like we could have, and, you know, it's trying to, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's actively fucking trying to wipe us out, you know, and it, it always makes me think of God, Jurassic Park, <laughs> nature finds a way, but, but I had that feeling, I was like, maybe your kid, like, maybe it'd be cool to see this, because they're like, seeing what, this is happening everywhere in the world. And um, it's, I don't know, it's pretty cool. I just wanted to say thank you so much. Uh, Joe, you, Jason missed it. I was just thanking Joe for taking me yesterday. That's awesome. And we went grocery shopping afterwards. and um, it You was, did well, man. You did really well. Ryan hasn't, hadn't been in a grocery store in a year. Wow. And uh, so it was a little, a little intense, but it was good. It was a really good time. We actually had a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, made some friends, you know. Um, actually met some really cool people, like, music people that i knew it was cool um yeah it was real nice i even like like when i left you sent me a message joe and i sent you a message and even uh we ran into brandon uh dowd who's a great great front man and he even sent me a message he's like i'm so glad to see you out like congrats yeah. and going out it's been the first time in a year and i was like thanks um you know it's just really surreal is what i said to him i was like it was just really surreal 
How is the vaccine going by you guys? Is there a chance that you'll get it anytime soon? So I was just thinking, Joe, he took me yesterday to get my first shot. Oh, nice. Our town is doing like 30,000. Our county. Okay. Our county is doing like 30,000 a week, up from 10,000 a week before. So we've tripled our load. But that was before this week, which everyone I know just got called this week. So they're doing tons and we're getting a lot of Pfizer. Nice. So I got my Pfizer shot yesterday, and then Joe took me to the store. Like we went, you know, did some things. We did. I got I out. Like, but that's what we're at. Went to get some breakfast. Got some, you know, got a shot. Got some just shit I haven't done. And it feels before. good, right? Yeah, that's what I was yeah. saying. It was just amazing. And well, and it wasn't why we went out to do go grocery shop. We just happened to be out. I mean, All like right. you, we shouldn't have been out just in general. Good point. Because it was it was like Brian's first shot. You know, it, it, he's not immediately immune. Like we, we took all the precautions. We right. bathed ourselves in sanitizer and things. That's what he was saying about uh, yeah. the rocket ship. He saw the rock. You know, he when he was a kid, he got taken to Cape Canaveral, got to see the rocket ship, got to see this feat of humanity. He was oh, saying his. Boy, it, I was crying when I was forty year old looking at that. Oh show. yeah, right. and so the, the the his neighbor was saying that she didn't want to take her kid because she didn't want you know if he had she had if she was one of the one percent or whatever that's having adverse reactions then. You know, um, she didn't want her kids to see that. And he was like, but, but maybe there's something to be gained from seeing the, because it was, it's a massive thing. It's out next to a giant uh, racetrack, okay. um, the Texas Motor Speedway, and you have to drive and, and you get in these queues and they're very efficient. Like they, they've come through and they check you once, they check you twice, they check you the third time, they give you the shot, then they send you over to a waiting queue. And if you have any adverse reactions, you honk your horns and you wave your you know, arms. Right. And then they let you go. And we were in and out of that mother at like eight o'clock, eight, eight, we got there like eight fifteen, eight, eight o'clock, somewhere around there. That's and um, we, we didn't have an appointment till eight thirty, but they didn't turn us away. They just got us in and out of there. We we're gone in 25 minutes. Yeah. That's beautiful, by the way. I love yeah, that. It was amazing. Like it was amazing to see this feat, and and the kid wouldn't know this because the kid doesn't understand context. Right, right. This is happening in, you know, in Ukraine. This is happening in Africa. This is happening everywhere. And Jason, I also I said that I, I, I think you left. Were you around when I said that we, we didn't? I didn't know anybody. Do you know anybody that's had the flu recently? No. So maybe these masks are working, huh? Hello, birds. Hello, sun. Hello, beautiful day. Hey, character. Hi. How are you today? I'm, uh, I'm fine. Isn't today such a beautiful day? Uh, uh, you want? Uh, you, ah. you want to know what I think? Oh, fuck your beautiful day. That I ever hated I'm such a bummer Now watch closely As I ruin your whole summer Every little thing Annoys me without justification Part of the problem And I hate without hesitation I'm an infantile narcissist Dwelling regrets Of all these stupid Traits of his All the shame And the guilt As it builds in my gut Creates emotional response That puts my soul in a rut I'll mock your shockers Your protests And your meditation I think I might Need medication But I'm highly terrified Of prescriptions Since I seem to have A silly habit Forming all of these Addictions. Oh, did I mention I'm a hater? I can't enjoy the little things, so I give away frowns freely. I mean, why are you so happy? I'll change the mood swiftly, intently, passive, and aggressively. <laughs> Catch me on my negativity. Spread it around like a disease. Come get sick with the reality of recognizing that you'll never be free. Catch me on my negativity. Spread it around like a disease. Come get sick with the Devil, massive arts are causing costly arguments and settle. I'm blasting black metal and dimly lit meadows, sewing up the corpses I 
I'm a modern day Geppetto. She loved me, not the pedal. So pedal to the metal. Dip to the crib, light a spliff and heat the kettle. Boil the blood, pour the love and sort the drugs and morph to. Sludge and ticket to the sofa or the torture. Who the thought the boy you brought your daughter would show up in your living room with full clips and offers. Options to opt out, never in my roster. Bitches ain't a movie, I'm a motherfucking monster. Lost it, holding fogs, my motives lost. And all these talks, it got me feeling cross in my most gone boss. And y'all the pawns I got, the sacrifice of the cause. Unless you suck my balls, what's up?